welcome to this Christmas Eve service where the light of Christ will burn bright even though it is a very nasty and miserable evening out there. We are here though to celebrate and to sing praises and to share God's love for us as we acknowledge the birth of Jesus Christ. We will begin this evening through the lighting of the Christ candle and I invite the Downton family to come forward for that. Tonight we see the lit candle of hope, peace, love, and joy. The light from these candles will fade, however, without the light of Christ. As the light of the Christ candles fills the sanctuary, may we remember the one who said, I am the light of the, the world. Christ's light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it because of our sins we are people walking in darkness without light our lives are cold and we are unable to grow we stumble and are unable to find our way but in Christ Jesus we have been given light in him we are saved from the shadow of death and from the power of darkness we give thanks for the light that gives that God gives us in Jesus Christ the light that sustains us, e e us even today. As we behold his, as we behold His light, may His joy enter all of our hearts. For unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon His shoulders, and He, he should be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have made this night holy by the gift of your Son, born of the Holy Spirit and of Mary. And upon him rested all your grace, and through him has come all your mercy. Let his light shine within our hearts tonight, even more brightly than it shines from the candles in this place. Help us so to let our light shine before all people that in and through us they will see Jesus Christ, the light of the world, and help us to hear your word and to celebrate your everlasting love and joy through him. Amen.
Let us pray. Word of God, shine among us, live within us, enlighten the world through the witness you empower us to make. We who believe proclaim your sovereignty and accept your reign. May your rules so discipline our decisions and our actions that your presence and power will be manifest in our lives, our families, our nation, your church, and your world. We pray in the name of the wonderful Counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. Amen. In a moment, we will receive the Christmas Eve offering. And the all-undesignated offering will go to the joy gift, one of the oldest offerings in the Presbyterian Church, USA. Half of that goes to support a special fund for retired servants of the church. The other goes to support racial ethnic colleges of the Presbyterian Church. Let us receive our offering. As we prepare to hear God's word read, let us once again turn to God in prayer. Let us pray. O Lord, take your word and apply it to our minds that we not grow shallow, and apply it to our hearts that we not grow cold, and apply it to our feet 
that we might not just be hearers of your word, but doers also. In Jesus' name, amen. As those who are able to please stand for our first lesson, comes from Luke's gospel in the second chapter, and listen now to the word of God. In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. And this was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to their own towns to be registered. And Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. And he went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel of mu a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place which the Lord has made known to us. And so they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told, told them about this child. And all who were heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God, for all they had heard and seen is it had been told them. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And our second lesson comes from the Colossians, the letter to the Colossians. In the first chapter, picking up in verse 15. And he, Jesus Christ, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers. All things have been created through him and for him. And he himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated.
Amen. Amen. May we all rejoice. I invite you to pray with me for a moment. Gracious God, the Word made flesh the light to dwell in the darkness. May the words that are shared, the thoughts that we, sh- we have, the prayers that are offered, the songs that are sung, may they be good in your sight. May they produce good fruit and show good ways. We pray in your holy name. Amen. Does it seem like Christmas? It's been raining all day, and it's 70 degrees. Maybe we should be saying happy monsoon season instead of Merry Christmas. Yes, I bet there are even a few of you, and I won't ask for a show of hands, but I'd be willing to bet that a few of you have entertained the thought, not to say that you do it, but you've entertained the thought maybe of turning the air conditioning way down this evening so you can have your fire in the fireplace. I've known a few people that have done that before myself. But we're here. It's December 24th, Christmas Eve, and all of the things that that means. We've been preparing ourselves, in in a a real sense, for this particular moment, to come to church on Christmas Eve, to worship, to prepare and celebrate the birth of the Christ child. But then what? What do we do when we leave here? Go to family celebrations, gather with friends, maybe hit the road for a trip along the way. We have things to do. We come, we prepare, we celebrate, and then we disperse. It's been a different year for us here at First Presbyterian Church. A year ago, I wasn't here, and there may have been some of you who weren't here either. And there are those people who were here last year that are not with us tonight. Some have died, some have moved, and some have left for any number of reasons. But we are here, we are here, gathered in the presence of Jesus Christ to celebrate for ourselves as well as for the world that Christ came into the world to share goodness with us. We have come to praise God and to stand against all those other things that might call that into question. It seems so often in the past that at this time of year that I recall seasons of reaching out to others and doing, that for, doing things for others, to share a, pe- a vision of peace on earth and goodwill for all people. The angels sing as... Jones read the scripture, the angel sings that great Gloria, praise to God. And it may just be me, and and I hope it is just me, but this year I haven't felt that as much. I haven't felt it in the world around me, and I haven't felt it um, in, in things I see. I hope it's just me. And I'm not just talking about the church here. I'm talking about the world out there. What I'm hearing and I'm reading in in media, the social media as well as the, the, the print and electronic media, I'm hearing a lot of words that are harsh, a lot of ridicule that is leveled out there, even even words of hatred that are spoken. And it's not just one person or one party or one group. I'm I'm seeing it and I'm sensing it from so many other of us. And and I have to admit that I think that at times there's something about the human condition where we, we enjoy that sort of stuff. We enjoy watching some trash talk. We enjoy some things that might not build up the world around us, but it's there. The world has seemingly devolved into a, a dystopia of gloominess and and trouble, and I guess it doesn't help that it's 70 degrees on Christmas Eve, but it's out there. And we talk about building fences and strengthening borders. We talk about arming ourselves and 
not just in our nation, but around the world, this sort of thing is happening. And somehow there is an assumption that if we can protect ourselves with external action, that we will be secure in our internal persons. And there is some truth in that. There is some truth in that. But it won't do it all because while we need to be secure in our person and protected, we also need to attend to our own mind and heart. There's a phrase that, you, that I've heard recently about winning the minds and hearts of people. And it's not just about the war on terror. It not, is not just about the Vietnam era when that was also spoken. It's a term and a phrase that's been bandied about in American history at least back until President John Adams, who was the second president of the United States. But it's even older than that. If you look in the Bible in Philippians 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 7, Paul wrote to that group of Christians, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Being secure in our person is about having our heart and our mind together in a good place where we are certain of God's love in the world. It's been 50 years since the Peanuts comic strip had their first Christmas special. You may have seen it this year or in previous years. You may have even been there for the very first showing of it. It's a very simple show, a very simple description. The children are caught up in all of the hubbub and the, the competition and the uh, consumption of Christmas. And they're putting on a Christmas play. And the consumption and the, the competition reach sort of a fever pitch and Charlie Brown blurts out in the middle of it, can somebody tell me the meaning of Christmas? You may remember that scene. And as he does that, his friend Linus says, sure, Charlie Brown, I can tell you the meaning of Christmas. And he walks over to the center part of the stage of the pageant where they're producing it. He calls for the lights and he recites Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. It was an announcement of the Savior. It was telling about the shepherds hearing that Gloria and being told to fear not. And you remember Linus. Linus is the character who's always holding, the, holding this security blanket. And if you watch that show again, watch when he does that, he gets to that point where the angel says, fear not, and he drops his security blanket. Fear not, Linus says. I can even drop my security blanket. And God is there for us and for me. The Savior is born. Go, go and tell the world. It was an announcement. It was a proclamation. And so that is what they were to do. As Linus tells the story, he uses the words from the old King James Version, and he concludes with that heavenly chorus saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward all people. Then Linus goes back to his friend Charlie Brown, and he says, That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Indeed. That's what Christmas is all about. Please pray with me. Gracious God, let us remember in our hearts what Christmas is all about. We give you praise and thanks. Amen.
Please be seated. They will come from east and west, from north and south, to sit at table in the kingdom of God. That is the promise and the invitation of the Lord to all generations. We come to this table not because we are worthy, but because this table has been prepared not simply by human hands, but by the hands of our Lord himself. Christ invites those to come and participate and share in love as we trust and as we live in that commitment together. Come, for the table is ready. Let us pray. Almighty, gracious, and loving God, you created light out of darkness and brought forth life on the earth. And you formed us in your image and called us to love and serve you. In the fullness of time, you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to be our Savior. And in him, your word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and full of truth. Born in humility, he came to rule over all. And remembering your gracious acts in Jesus Christ, we take from your creation this bread and this wine as we celebrate his dying and his rising, even as we celebrate his birth. Pour out your Holy Spirit upon these gifts. and By your Spirit, make us one with Christ and with all who share this feast. Strengthen us by the Holy Spirit and grant us courage to serve through Jesus, with Jesus, in Jesus, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. And we pray now with the confidence of the children of God, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Hear now these words of institution. For I received from the Lord what I handed on to you, that on the night the Lord Jesus was betrayed, he took a loaf of bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And afterwards he took the cup. And he filled it. And he gave it to them. And he said, drink this, all of you. This is my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. As often as you eat of, the, eat of the bread and drink of the cup, you proclaim the mystery that I will come again. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. I'd invite the servers to come forward. We'll receive communion by intinction. There'll be state for those of you in the balcony. Elders will be up there with elements. All are invited to leave by their left, front pew, back, re-enter by the right, come to one of the stations, take a piece of bread, dip it into the cup, and take and eat of that bread. For those who will not uh, be coming forward, we have a team. We will come to you. The gifts of God for the people of God.
Would you pray with me? We give you thanks, gracious God, for the way in which you feed us and that we are able to share the bounty of your table. We ask that you take these tokens of bread and wine and use them as reminders of your light and your power shed in the world on this special night and throughout the year. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. The light comes into the world, and one of the places that we hear that very distinctly in the Scripture comes from the book of John. As it begins, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. The Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen His glory, the glory of, as of a Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. For His fullness we have all received grace upon grace. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is closest to the Father's heart, who has made Him known. What has come into being in Him was life, and life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. We will share the passing of the light as the ushers go forward, come forward to receive that light, and we will return it among ourselves, even as we prepare to sing and to prepare to live as recipients of God's light in Christ.
The prophet Isaiah said, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light, and those who lived in the land of deep darkness, on them the light has shined. You are witnesses to the light of God in Jesus Christ. Go and share that light of love and hope and grace and goodness. Go and let other people know what the story of Christmas is all about. That is what it means. Jesus Christ is born. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. Merry Christmas. <laughs>